everybody. I got a mic. I got a mic stand. Just call me Steve. Hey, uh, this is Aristotle Full Throttle. Uh, this is not the normal scheduled time for the show. I'm just, just doing the show. I'm just doing the show today. From New York. I am in New York today. Yes. Um, I was in Portland technically this morning, but I'm very tired. I've been traveling. Look at me. I got like a stand-up. I'm standing up doing the show. Staring. My line is terrible. But we're used to this by now. Uh, listen, I'm in New York for reasons. Um, supporting my team. You know what I mean? Got to support your team. You might recognize. Don't adjust your screens right now. This is um, this right here is a Christmas tree. It is May. I'm not coming to you from the future. I'm coming to you from the present. I'm at my parents' house. My mom thinks it's Christmas still. That's fine. It's totally fine. Let me know how the levels are out there. But I'm going to still do my show because I could still do my show from wherever I am. And I might be here for a while. So, just so you know. I'm in New York if you're looking for me. I'm in Long Island. I'm eating bagels, probably. Just go to Bagel Boss. You'll probably run into me. I'm just, I'm just saying. Here. Is that better? It's louder. Louder. You ever hear the name Louder Milk? It's a weird name, isn't it? Is this even on? Hell, is this thing on? Hello? Check. 400%. Is that too loud? Yeah. Good golly. Hey, Wesley. Welcome to the show, fellow New Yorker. I, too, am from New York. I am currently in New York right now. Um, Wesley, for, for, you know, for reasons, for reasons, a family member is dealing with some, uh, something that we're going to take care of. We're going to take care of it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Wesley, what are you up to? How's school? Are you in school? Why aren't you in school? Isn't it a day? Isn't it a school day? Isn't it... Wednesday? Don't they have school? I don't know about school anymore. I haven't been there since I never went to school. I look, it's like I've got a, a, a must stand up. I feel like a stand up comedian right now. Let me just adjust this microphone for you. Hey, how's everybody feeling out there? How are you, how are you feeling? You guys, uh, are you into organic? Or are you into gluten free? Plant based, farm to table. Am I right? Am I right? celiacs you don't want it you don't want celiacs you know it's funny my favorite thing about uh plant-based is now they'll be like here new granola plant-based granola these are this is a bag of trail mix it's plant-based i don't understand you finished school an hour ago congratulations did you get your diploma there's my diploma right here this one's mine actually this is my college diploma you want to see it i'll go get it This proves it. I'm bona fide. Look at that. I'm a I'm an artist. I'm a bachelor. I'm both. I'm a bachelor and an artist. See? Can you see it? Can you see it? There's too much glare. See that? Bachelor of farts. Hey, Ange. 
How you doing? What's going on? Look, uh, do you like do you like jerky? Well, they got mushroom jerky now. I got. Listen, Ange, I'm working on a new character. He's like this. Uh, shoot, this is a mic stand that it's just it's just holding on. I can't touch it. Can't be like really acting like a a real person who talks into a microphone. Ange, what are you up to today? Aren't you? Shouldn't you be in school? Isn't this a school day? Isn't this a yoga school day? Can you hear me? How does it sound? How's my, how's it, does it sound sultry? Am I sultry? Ooh, is it good? Uh, you know, good is relative. You know, they're still trying to make kale chips happen. I can't believe them. Why are they trying to make kale I'm like, listen, guys, kale chips ain't never going to happen. Let's see. Is this even coming through? Yeah. It's coming through. Oh, let me see. It's at nine, my volume is at 95%. Let me do two times. Let me do two times. If I do it this loud, is it louder even? Yeah. Cool. And how's my vo- voice sound? Loud? Kale chips are meh. I mean, who wants kale chips? Kale chips. Plant-based. Granola. See, I want to do that. I'm going to do that. Maybe I'll do a TikTok of that. <laughs> who likes... Farm to table. Okay. Free range. See? That's the character. He's he's all about it. He's all about that. I'm all about it. See? Uh I'm still working it out. But this is fun. I'm on my feet. What are you up to, Edge? I'm back here in New York. I was in Portland. I ate a donut. I ate, in fact. Maybe three donuts. When I was in Portland, there was a voodoo donut. If you've ever been to Portland, they got a donut spelled D-O-U-G-H, like dough, and then nut, because it's not even a nut. It's not even shaped like a nut. It doesn't taste nutty. It's just a circle. But they are quite good. I ate uh, many of them. I had a good time in Portland. I went to Multnomah Falls. I climbed up the falls. It was fun. And I came back to New York. Um, but thank you guys for joining me on the podcast. This is a podcast five days a week. I don't know what time it's going to be. It's going to be every day at whatever time I can do it because I'm in New York and I, you know, there's a lot of appointments to go to. So um, thankfully, um, you know, you got you got to support your team. You got to be in town and help out um, when you're needed. You know, it's really the most important thing. Your levels are good right now just to watch the TV. What you watching? Are you watching Moon Knight? Because I've figured out how I could do watch-alongs with everybody now. I got these headphones right here. I got these headphones right here. And I got a big old TV right here. I could just go like this and, like, watch it with you. So I'm three episodes behind on Moon Knight. And everything will be okay. I promise you that. Currently, one day at a time. You know what I mean? So... Uh, you know, you just living single. You watching Friends? Remember they had to show White Friends in the nineties. It's based on Living Single. Um, that white show, that, that White Friends show. It's funny that White Friends they got paid one million dollars an episode, and Living Single is what is that? That's the, is that the one with Tootie? I remember Tootie was in that. I think. 
I remember Tootie. You ever watch uh, Facts of Life? You ever don't? Here's the thing about the Facts of Life: the you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and then you have the Facts of Life, and that's what we're dealing with right here in New York. Um, deals of Facts of Life, you know, and everything will be okay. I promise you that. I promise you that. Everything will be okay. Chiroptera, welcome to the show. Your head loses about one-third of its diameter with headphones on. Watch what happened. I think it's half the diameter. My radius is infringed upon. I'm back. My hair just keeps growing. I was in Portland, and then I was in New York. I am in New York. It's humid here. In L.A., it's not so humid. I'm like, but, you know, so you're like, what's your excuse in L.A.? But here, everything is poofy. I got, I got like a mic stand here. I do the show like this now. I said I do crowd work. Hey, sir, where are you from? Milwaukee? Is it because we're in Milwaukee right now? Hi. It's, uh, do you like beer? Is it because we're in Milwaukee? Have you ever watched Laverne and Shirley? That takes place in Milwaukee. Thank you. Good night. Uh, Milwaukee. You ever heard of Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh, boy. Um, but I would appreciate if y'all hung out with me every day. Went on me. Went on me. Went on me for this journey. <laughs> Don't go on me. That's a song by Pearl Jam. Don't go on me. Um, yeah, go on this journey with me. I can be anywhere in the world if I want to be. Actually, I'm actually applying for acting jobs here in, in New York while I'm here because I don't know how long I'll be here. I'll be here for a long time. Maybe you, maybe not at all. Hopefully not too long. But I'll be back and forth also from here. So thankfully, I got some friends out here. I got my family. And what, what should I do? This? Yeah, like that. Should I do this way? Is this good? How about now? How about now? How about now? Look, a hair tie. This is how the professionals do it. I don't know if you've ever seen any other show. There's no show more professional than mine. There's no show more high-tech than mine. Listen, I ain't lying. If I was to do this exact same show 10,000 years ago, look out. I win. I would win the world. You know, like, a lot of people, when I tell them my name is Aristotle, they're like, oh, that's a lot to live up to. And I say, I know way more than that dude ever knew. Just think about it. 2,000 years ago? Come on, man. I know physics. Did he know physics? No. Idiot. You know? You know what I'm talking about. That Aristotle didn't know crap. I'm Uncle Rod. Welcome to the show. I'm going to play your intro. Uh, lipstick rainbow, lipstick rim gold. Dance all night. Dance all day. Something about Nefertiti. I'm trying to fix this microphone, but it's not working. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Um... Did he know about Moon Knight? I don't know about Moon Knight yet. 
I'm three episodes behind. It's been a it's been a crazy week and a half, except that does not excuse the two weeks ago episode and now. But Ron, I was saying this. Welcome, Ron, by the way. Happy birthday to Ron. It was Ron's birthday the other day. Okay, let me just do this. Um let me see if I could I'm gonna create I'm gonna create a uh, bring to front controller. MIDI shortcuts. Nope. Master volume, title, volume. Wait, wait, hold on a second. I've just downloaded all this stuff. I just downloaded all this stuff, so, on this computer. That's for you, Ron. Wait, what was it? Nope, sorry. I got all new sound effects. It's this one. Oh, happy birthday, Ron. Uh, Okay. Uh, I haven't seen... The new Moon Knight. But I have this scheme now that we could do watch-alongs. So I'm going to be here for a while. But there's a gigantic curved TV. Now, this is a true story. My parents bought this curved TV, the Samsung curved TV. Because I was in the commercial for it. But they bought it before I could say, hey, just because I was in the commercial doesn't mean I endorse this TV. It's a dumb idea. Nobody wants a curved TV. Nobody still doesn't want a curved TV. My parents have a curved TV. That's fine. I'll watch it. Hey, the master, the master, twenty four forty eight. From now on, we're going to do the rest of the show in German. Nein, das ist ein Blastief. Kartoffelchips sind aus Menschen gemacht. Ulundersig für meinen Salat. I'm just trying to build an army of um. Of brown Aryans. It's not really... Hasn't been working out. Um, you sold them on it. I sold them on it. I said, show me basketball. That was my line in the commercial. I said, show me basketball. And then they showed me basketball. And that was it. I was in the commercial. But look. Let's see. I can put on Disney Channel. The Disney Channel. Hold on. I'm glad the gang's all here. This is an earlier show. <laughs> Again, do not adjust your devices that you're watching this on. That is the actual Christmas tree that's fully adorned with lights and candy canes. Don't believe me? Just watch. That's a candy cane for real. I don't care that this candy cane might be from 1987. Still tastes the same. I will have all of these kinks worked out. I promise. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you have any questions for me, Demaster uh, Corruptor? Do you have any questions for Aristotle Full Throttle? I refer to myself in the third person. I don't know how to do this. I won't touch anything. Hey, uh, DeMaster2448. Oh, I don't see it, but there was a Santa Claus here that used to dance. It used to dance. Until I broke its legs. Santa Claus. 
You old goat. Um, I'm willing to, you could ask me anything. I don't have to answer anything, but you can ask me anything. I was in Portland this weekend. It was great. It was awesome. Went to Multnomah Falls. It was very bucolic. There was trees and stuff. Went running around. It was raining, but you know, it's Portland and people say, hey, Portland, doesn't it rain there? You know, especially people from New York, they're like, isn't it rainy? And I got here, I landed here this morning in New York. It was raining. Uh, also, if you do the annual rain inches or whatever, if you measure, use a measuring stick to ra- uh, to measure the rain. Listen, I'm trying to find my groove. I'm like Stella right now. I'm trying to get my groove back right now. Just I'll hit a flow. It's going to be amazing. Just wait for it. And if you don't want to wait for it, you can change the channel. Maybe go watch it. I'm Uncle Ron's channel. <laughs> the Master 24 Faces. They spuns like fun. Lots of nature. Yes, it was it was spuns it spuns like lots of fun. Um, it was so so naturous, and it made me feel rated. Um, it made me like want to refocus my efforts and redouble my efforts on uh, this show being awesome. So remember to tell everybody. Remember to download this as a podcast if you listen to it. I also want to talk about um, you know stuff, music, movies, fun things. Issues of the day. I do want to talk about Johnny Depp and Ender, Ender Heard. I don't know if you guys have been watching the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. But I'm just going to say, I'm I'm team Johnny on this one. I'm team Johnny Depp on this one. Okay? Come at me, bro. If you're going to sit there and tell me. Listen, I was in a... I mentioned this a lot on the show, but I was in a situation. I was in a relationship that was uh, not unlike... How Amber Heard is being described. I don't want to sit here and put everybody's dirty laundry out there. Let me put a disclaimer first. I don't think that anybody who has gone through what they're going through, I don't think it should be this publicized necessarily, but it's an interesting example of if you don't know the story, Amber Heard few years ago put out an op-ed piece saying that she you know she was basically you know according to Johnny Depp was defaming Johnny Depp for because she claimed that she had been physically abused and whatnot but in my opinion she was co-opting the Me Too movement and using it for her own ends and to be more famous and more popular and more sympathetic of a character listen I'm not anti-woman I'm not anti-Me Too I'm not anti-anything I'm anti-abuser Sir, I am anti-abuser, and I feel like, and I read a tweet the other day. Now, Johnny Depp is claiming, he brought her up to trial, and he's like, listen, I lost out on Pirates of the Caribbean 27, because of you. I was going to be in Grindle Grumble Grimble Stall, the, the Harry Potter prequel part four. I lost that, they wrote me out of that because of you, because of, wait, not because of you, because of the article that you wrote. And now he's got a proven court that it was due to he lost out on millions and millions of dollars because she claimed that he was an abuser to her, that he physically assaulted her, that he abused, he was abusive in the relationship. And uh, because she wrote about that and made those claims, which he says are false. And I, for one, this is my opinion. It's an opinion show. I, for one, believe him over her on account of. This tweet I read the other day, which I totally agree with. Um, 
Now, it's a tweet from a female-gendered person, and she said, Amber Heard has single-handedly set the feminist movement back by 50 years. I'm just going to say it. Anyone who has been abused and heard the clips has known this from the start. We recognize the abuser in them, and it's not Johnny Depp. I totally agree. I do recognize the abuser situation in that. And I think that Johnny Depp himself, if you watch him in the whole thing, he's very mild-mannered. He's very, like, he's got, always got his eyes down. He's always calm. He's always, he's a little sarcastic here and there. But, he, you know, the claims he's making are that she's live wire. She gets set off, and then she becomes this rage monster, which I've had to deal with personally. And I understand that, that dynamic. And you could tell... From the clips, also, you know, he's also proving, like, that her word is not true. She has made many claims, Amber Heard made, made many claims against Johnny Depp, which were proven to be false. And also, many, many, many people are testifying against her, saying, you're lying. And they're showing that she's lying. So, look, I don't want to be caught libelous or slandering. It's my opinion. But I think I'm not anti—again— I want to repeat, I'm not anti-Me Too, I'm not anti-woman, I'm anti-abuser, and I feel like when people say, believe women, yes, believe women. But should we believe liars that are shown to be liars? Should we just take it and then completely uh, dismiss out of hand Johnny Depp's entire remaining career? Which is interesting also because Amber Heard's team is like, look... You suck anyway, Johnny Depp. You weren't going to make any of those movies. They're, they're trying to prove that Johnny Depp was not awesome. <laughs> they're trying to prove that his career was tanking anyway and it had nothing to do with Amber Heard. But you mark the day that she posted that op-ed piece and then the day after when Disney and Warner Brothers fired Johnny Depp because they didn't want to be associated with those claims... He make he he has a fair case, and at this point he's just like, look, I just want to clear my name. I'm not even pursuing the money; isn't even the deal here. But fifty million dollars would be nice. I'm trying to fix my glasses so they don't have glare. Um, but it's just about saving his, uh, just about proving that, like, look, you abused me. And you're making that claim, which is the most horrible thing that could happen. One of the most horrible things that can happen. If you make a claim that uh, of abuse to someone, that could and it's and it's false. Just think of how devastating that could be to somebody. Their their emotions, their mentality, their career, their perception, how they're perceived, how they perceive the world. You know, and I think Amber Heard. And I think it's going to come out more and more. It's going to be evident that she is was co-opting a movement to gain sympathy and popularity. That is my opinion. Uh, can you repeat that question? I just missed that question, Chiroptera. Uh, and it was on the screen this whole time, <laughs> and then I missed it because I was talking this whole time. But if you could repeat that question, I will read it aloud again. But um, I will read it aloud for the first time, in fact. Let me see if it's on my Twitch screen. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. What about Amelia Clark? Amelia. 
Clark, you know she had like a brain injury. She got a she had a would you who would you pick to recast Amber Heard's role in Aquaman? Ah, that's easy. I would pick this ha- broken half of my candy cane. I feel like this could do a much better job. Well, this broken third of my candy cane. I feel like it's got way more uh, charisma. I'm just saying, Amber Heard. I don't have any quarrel with you personally, but I seen what acting is. And you, sir, I mean, you, ma'am, ain't it. <laughs> but it's, it, you know, but I got to say, she does look like a good actor when she's acting across Jason Momoa. So, zing. <laughs> Listen, Aquaman ain't Shakespeare is all I'm saying. I'm Uncle Ron's has a strong choice in Amelia Clark. Blurred Word says they recast Depp in Harry Potter verse, so it's good. if it's good for him, good for her. Blurred Words also says anyone could do that, do the part right. I'm telling you, I totally agree. I don't think that she is a good actor at all. I think she's just an opportunist. Oh, I'm so angry. You know why? Because I have a personal beef in the sense of this touches me in spots that make me angry. Because I have dealt with an abuser. I have. I'm a dude. I didn't like it. I didn't stand up for it. I said, I do not accept this. <laughs> In every instance where I was called names and thrown th- thrown things at me and hit, I was just like, this is unacceptable. Like, that's how I dealt with it. Like a rational, reasonable person. I said, I'm going to leave the situation. It is volatile. Goodbye. But this other person was very violent and very rageful. And it was, uh, it's something I recognize and I could see it. I could see Johnny Depp sitting there just kind of like to himself. And Johnny Depp's whole history makes way more sense as an individual psychologically that he is the kind of guy who would want to placate and, and placate an, ab- an abuser. I don't think he's 100% innocent, but I think it's more like 80 20. <laughs> just saying. Amelia Clark and Jason Mimosa have a lot of chemistry, says I'm Uncle Ron. I'm Uncle Ron is talking about Amelia Clark replacing um, Amber Heard and Aquaman's because there was that was like a, a Targaryen and a and a um he was the 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 what's he called the other warriors. You guys got it. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Most of that season, uh, he was just, uh, Jason Mimosa was just, uh, you know, most of that season, he was just, um, just raping her the whole time, mainly. So I don't know if that's called chemistry. I don't, I don't know what chemistry, maybe that's like when you put baking soda in vinegar and it explodes, that kind of chemistry. Or if you put like liquid nitrogen not sure that was chemistry (laughs) it was but i see what you're saying um sort of actually do i (laughs) the targaryen and the um 
mother of dragons. The Chiroptor says, additionally, when people make false claims of, of abuse, they make it harder for actual survivors of abuse to get help uh, to support them. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that. That's what that's what I'm saying. That is the the overall point of what I'm saying. When I said before, believe women. Yes, believe women. Believe survivors. Believe victims. Believe people who have been abused. Yes, when they make these claims, we ought to listen to them. Um, I heard someone else sort of readjust that. Instead of saying believe women, listen to women. Listen to people. Um, Listen to it because the claims are often just. I drop my candy canes. I drop my my candy canes. You got to listen to people. You got to actually consider the truth and the facts because it's a serious accusation. It's a, it's a serious accusation. I would never, never, ever take that lightly. And I think Johnny Depp said. You seriously are accusing me of this. I'm going to take you to court on it. You don't see the other dudes who have been have uh, been accused of this. I'm just saying, like, how many of these cases make it to where the guy's like, no, you did it. You need to, you know what I mean? And, like, seem pretty believable and have a leg to stand on. The other cases uh, say, like, uh, What was that guy, Mr. Shark or whatever? He, um, I can't think of anything. I was, I was on a plane all night. I haven't slept. And, um, I mean, I slept on the plane like this. So if you call it ass sleeping, that's all I did. I was dozing off before. I'm like, no, I'm going to make it to 10 p.m. tonight and then I'm going to go to sleep because, you know, I got to readjust jet lag and whatnot. Uh, but, there are some people that have been accused of these things and far worse than they they just you know they defend themselves in court but they don't make a countersuit they don't sit there and go look you lied and and Amber Heard never mentioned Johnny Depp by name she was just like how do i get some of this attention when there are valid victims and survivors of abuse where there are valid people who have been targeted and uh, abused and and wants to be heard. The, the pun, no pun intended. She wanted to be heard, but I ain't listened to heard. You heard? You got five minutes on your lunch. I need a candy cane ASMR, please. That's what you're getting. Yes, listen. I'm just saying it's been a it's been a crazy trial and I am on team Johnny all the way at this point. I was listening to his bodyguards talk about altercations where she claimed that she was hit and the bodyguards like no 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 she threw a left hook right into his face. And his other bodyguard is like I'm a bodyguard, he is my client. I'm trained to recognize injuries, scratches, black eyes, etc. Johnny would have these show up on him periodically. I did too. By the way, I would get scratches all over, stuff like that. Um, not from requested scratches. Not uh, this was not a part of any type of a performance or anything. It was out of rage toward me. I, I do mention this, but 
I think it's important. I think it's important for guys to be like, hey, uh, you know, so and so guys or anybody who's had a uh, an abuse abuser who has ever suffered abuse. I, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like I was a victim necessarily, but I was technically the uh, receiver of a lot of abuse. I just didn't accept it personally. I was like, I don't accept this. I do not accept this. However, the 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 abuse cycle I was kind of caught in because there would be some kind of half-hearted apology and half-hearted attempt to do better, but never they never did. Never ever. So, I got the f out of there. I said goodbye forever. <laughs> and I was very clear about it. I said I said in no uncertain terms, I am breaking up with you now. This will be the last correspondence that we ever have. It is over. Goodbye forever. Good luck. <laughs> like basically is what I said. I I didn't ghost anybody um or anything like that. I didn't just I handled it like an adult, which is how you should handle things. <sighs> Not really. You should handle candy canes like a child, like a like a newborn child. Corruptor assist, thank you. It was a beautiful couch. Oh, crunch. <laughs> Goodbye now. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you have a wonderful day. Hope it's not raining too much where you are. I'm O'Gron says, hi, Ange. And Ange says, she was uh, out here giving speeches like, she's out there giving speeches like she was all for all the victims when she was the abuser. Am I right, Ange? Who's with me? You with me on this Amber Heard nonsense? Here's the trick, though. Okay, so the person I was dealing with, I don't, I can't give them a diagnosis of anything like that, but I would say that, um, in my opinion, just listen. I just, I took me two seconds to recognize the situation Johnny Depp was in. A lot of people are like, "Oh, who are all these Johnny Depp apologists?" And I'm like, people who have been in that situation, <laughs> people who look at it and go, I- "I've seen this before. This, is, I've seen this whole dynamic before." Uh, that's who. Also, I forgot what I was gonna say. Anyway, yeah, she's she's uh, she's definitely in my opinion. Oh, here's the trick. Here's what you do. Now, since I was in that situation, and I was like, oh, you know, the person I like, I'm not gonna make any claims about. I'm not gonna make an op-ed piece about my abuser. <laughs> But I would say that I recognize certain behavioral patterns of what was being described about Amber Heard. And then, of course, the diagnosis that the psychologist came out with was like, I expected that to be the answer that she has borderline personality disorder. Now, this is what, okay, now that is a serious disorder to deal with. If you are a human being with borderline personality disorder, it is a very serious condition. You, um... However, if you are caught in the uh, orbit of someone with borderline personality disorder, this could be very detrimental to you. Um, Now, you can't blame someone necessarily for their personality disorder because it's something that they have to figure out and deal with uh, however they're going to deal with it. But you can get mad at someone who's going to be violent and, and abusive towards you. You can get mad at that. You can get angry at that. If they come out, come at you, they should ought. They ought to face the consequences of that because it will probably be, well, 
it's really it's a really tough diagnosis to deal with. I've dealt with people who have that. I've been a case manager and a counselor. It's a very tough thing. And Amber Heard also being rewarded for being a beautiful actress. Um, they say that she's also very narcissistic. So narcissistic people who have histrionic and borderline situations, you got to run oh, far, far away from that as soon as you recognize it because it is ugly. It is ugly, 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 ugly. It's not good. Uh, let me know how the voice, how my voice is sounding. If it's like a, here, no, I could check it right now myself. Let me do it. Hope it's not distorted. Oh, that sounds good. You recognize it because it is ugly. I was just checking to see if it was distorting. Um, but here's what you get to do. Here's what they're going to see in this next. <laughs> and she's beautiful. I at best. Okay, but here's the thing. She especially is the apple of Johnny Depp's eye. Johnny Depp was just like, I'm just so in love with this woman. I think she's the most beautiful person I've ever seen. And Johnny Depp. Okay, the sound is perfect. This is way better than the at home. There's no mess ups. <laughs> I'm on my laptop. Should just do the show like this forever in a window. I'm in a window still right now. There's like a window, window pane. But here's what Johnny Depp's team is gonna do. I promise you, they're gonna try to agitate. They're gonna try to irritate. I feel like I'm about to. Uh, what's up with that? They're gonna agitate. They're gonna try to irritate. They're gonna try to intimidate. <laughs> they're gonna try to. They're gonna try to get Amber Heard to. to show her true colors i bet you it's because it's, it's like it's manipulative but it will prove a point it will prove a point it will show when johnny depp has been completely calm this entire time and calm cool and collected and very well-mannered if they can just say a couple things it's not hard to rile up somebody who's got narcissism histrionic and borderline it's not hard to rile them up especially 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 when you confront them with the truth. If you give them the truth that they don't want to hear because they want to gaslight you, they want to figure out how to suppress the truth or lie to you and get you to believe the lie, they throw tantrums. They throw tantrums, they throw a fit, they get angry at you, they throw they go into a full out rage. I've seen it. Okay? You cannot do anything that comes to the, if you get close to that truth, they're gonna try to they're gonna try to pummel you, pulverize you. So what's gonna happen is we're gonna see her true colors. I guarantee it. I guess full toddler edge. I agree. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. In like a next week or so, she's gonna be on that stand and she's gonna lose her cool because she has a lot to deal with as a person with borderline personality disorder. She's got a lot to contend with, and if she's lying which I think she is. I think, I don't think she is. I think that it has been shown over and over again that she has been lying this whole time and they have not shown Johnny Depp to be lying. <laughs> They've been like, they're just trying to, the, the Amber's defense is just trying to say, Johnny Depp, you washed up. You're just an old man playing guitar. And it's like, no, Johnny Depp's pretty awesome. We all love Johnny Depp. Who, since when did we not like Johnny Depp? Really? Y'all just stopped liking Johnny Depp five years ago? <laughs> no. Every time Johnny Depp came out with a movie, we was like, oh, cool, John Depp's in a movie. He's going to act like Ronald Reagan meets the Charlie McCarthy the dummy. 
oh, Johnny Depp is in a movie? Cool. He's going to play Keith Richards as a pirate? I'm in. Amber Heard's team's like, Johnny Depp, uh, nobody likes you. I beg to differ. Blurred Word says, what's up with that? What's up with that? Ooh, wee. <laughs> I'm going to get... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would just like to do a sidebar on how incredible Kenan Thompson is and how he's a national treasure and how he should never, ever, ever, ever leave Saturday Night Live. Dude still looks like he's on all of that. He hasn't aged a day. We should keep him in formaldehyde and thaw him out every Saturday night at 1130 and then put him back into stasis because he needs to stay on that show for the next 375 years. Well, actually, if he only has to come out for one hour per week, that's 52 weeks a year. Man, we could keep him alive for like two millennium. We, we can get a millennium. Did you guys see that Dave Chappelle got hit? Dave Chappelle got hit. Dave Chappelle took a tackle. Dave Chappelle was on the, the stage at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm going to get rid of this ASMR shnikey. Dave Chappelle was at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. Some, somebody took it upon themselves to do a full-on tackle. They got him. He just got back out. He's like, I'm going to do this show. What do I look like? Chris Rock? Then Chris Rock came out and said, hey, that was Will Smith. Just doing a follow-up on the tour, trying to create 3D, trying to bring it out on tour, trying to bring out the tackle. But here's the funny thing. The 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 blurb about Dave Chappelle being on stage doing comedy at the festival, uh, somebody came up, ran up from the audience, ran up on stage and fully tackled, just tackled him, took a shoulder to him, to uh, Dave Chappelle. And then the article says, Jamie Foxx and security intervened to subdue the assailant. <laughs> And I'm like, well, yeah, you see Jamie Foxx right now. He's go, Jamie Foxx is like literally lo- looks like Mike Tyson because he's going to be playing Mike Tyson in a movie. So Jamie Foxx like does, uh, you gonna try to hurt Chappelle? I think I am Mike Tyson. D- J- Jamie Foxx thinks he he's like doing some uh, method acting right now. I think he thinks he's Mike Tyson. He's been doing Mike Tyson since In Living Color. Incredible, incredible. I love that. About time he played Mike Tyson. Ange says, I don't think there was uh, there was ever a time I didn't like Johnny. You're right. It's true. We all love Johnny Depp ever since 21 Jump Street. Get off your high horse if you said that Johnny Depp's washed up. You was like, I'm right there with hairspray. I love Edward Hands. Come on, give me some more nick of time. Nobody said that about nick of time, though. Give me some more whatever Johnny Depp is in. And then when he was in Pirates, I was like, this is his role for a lifetime. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, who is Crisp Rock? Uh, it's he's like Cookie Crisp, except more Count Chocula. Forward to unto Yon. Thank you for being here. Forward unto Yon. We always love your commentary. It's very colorful and uh, empty. Uh, what else do we got going on here? Blurred word says comedians keep taking hits. That's true. Taking shoulders, <laughs> taking all shoulders. Hits. But here's the best part about that story. Um, Forward out to Yon says, no head makes a bad shampoo ad. Yeah. Uh, Ange says, I thought Keenan was Mike and in living color. 
Oh, that's cool. Isis Will says, greetings from the office, but not Dunder Mifflin. That's what she said. I would like to welcome you guys all to the, this new time. I don't know if this is the new time for the show, but it, I'm doing it now because I'm in New York. I'm supporting, uh, I don't know how to phrase this to keep anonymity, but there is a situation that I'm dealing with here in New York that might le- uh, lead me to be here for a while. And hopefully, I mean, sooner than later, I'll say, things will be all on the up and up and we'll be all good. Hang on. Let that not be a bad omen. Welcome to the show, Will. Uh, By the way, I do believe that the... Wait. Are people talking on the Discord? I've I've got the volume all the way down. No. Um, I can talk on the Discord, I think. But I have the volume all the way down because there's like this weird echoey thing going on. Um, So maybe we won't do Discord yet today. But... uh, I'm still working out. There's going to always be kinks. There's going to be Ray Davies. There's going to be Dave Davies. There's going to be kinks. Watch out for them. We got answers. <laughs> yeah, it's just a good sign, isn't it? May lightning strike me now. Oh, man. Is my hair standing on end again? Is this Will says, I also have this on mute. I have no idea what you're saying. Hello, Ange, and blurred, and also unfamiliar usernames. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is, I'm doing like, it's like a stand-up hour now. I've got this microphone. I got to just, I just got to use some duct tape and just be like, hey, where are you from? Do you guys like, do you guys like vegan sausage? I don't know. Does anybody like vegan sausage? I do. Is this Will says, yes. Well, so so far the things we talked about today are Portland. I've been in Portland. It was nice. Uh, now I'm in New York. It is nice. I'll be here for a while. I'm, uh probably just join. This is the show. This is this is my one thing I do right now is doing the show. So please support it. Please find it in your wallet to send a dollar to me via Patreon per month. Maybe $5 a month. $5 each, that'll help. That'll help every, enormously. Or you could just listen to what this show as a podcast on Spotify. I move out of the way when I breathe. Chocolate rain. Shout out to my friend Tazon Day. We got to have him back on the show, actually. I love Tazon Day. Y'all like Tazon Day? He's one of my favorite uh, influencers, honestly, like people just don't appreciate Tay like we do here at Aristotle Full Throttle. I think they, um, I think they don't take him seriously. You know what I mean? People don't realize that his song "Chocolate Rain" is a serious pre-Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter <laughs> song, and they're like, "Oh, it's kind of re- funny and repetitive," but it's like you remember it, don't you? So let me t- let me ask you this: What is good and memorable art? I'm just saying, Tazon Day created a masterpiece that will live in meme history and YouTube history. We love Tazon Day. Shout out Tazon Day. Tazon Day. Um, tell me more. Tell me more. 
Ask me anything. May the 4th be with you. It's May 4th, everybody. I, I do enjoy Star Wars. I don't know if you've seen the show before, but I talk about Star Wars sometimes. Uh, a friend of mine was talking about... Uh, well, this is... I'm Uncle Ron might get this. I'm Uncle Ron. Are you still out there? Because I will tell a joke. Is this Will? You might understand. You might not understand this, but just get this reference because it's a very specific reference to a band called Caven. Caven has a, a uh, an album called... Um, well, there's an album called, I think it's Anchor, which is great. And then there's uh, Tides of Tomorrow, which is a great album. Very underappreciated by the fans. Uh, and... I said it's the last Jedi of Caven albums. <laughs> it's a good album, just not appreciated by the fans. I guess you can all get that reference. You don't even have to know the album. You get the, you get the reference because I said Star Wars. I don't even know what's in here. Apples? What is this? It's a hint. I'll give you a hint. What's in this? Uh... What are you doing on this Wednesday? I got to catch up with Moon Knight. Is today the last episode of the series for Moon Knight? Because I will probably just watch it all in a row tonight on this giant curved Samsung TV because my parents bought it for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, I think it had something to do with me being in the commercial for it. But then I said I couldn't stop them ahead of time. I was like, you shouldn't get that TV. There we go. You're being a stalker and just listening, says Judella19. Well, that's called lurking, and that's totally fine. Is this only on YouTube? Because I feel like everybody in here is from YouTube. Oh, no, Corruptora is on on Twitch. Okay, so yeah, we're on. Listen, don't tell Twitch. Don't tell Twitch that we're on YouTube also, because they'll fire me. Go ahead. What are you going to do? Fire me, Twi- Twitch. Come at me. Sue me for what? Anybody know that reference? Also, Amber Heard, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on, I, I don't, I think she's done, it's been shown that she, in my opinion, it has been shown that uh, she is more to blame than she is a victim of this situation. Personally, that's what I think. Stalk at me, bro. Come stalk at me. I think Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, guys, by the way, did you see the guy's arm of the guy who tried to tackle Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl? The guy's arm was like this. It was like on backwards. Jamie Foxx said, I'm going to take your arms off and put them on the other sides. Jamie Foxx said, I'm Mike Tyson. I'm for real. I'm going to bite your ears off right now. Uh, Jamie Foxx and security helped subdue the attacker of Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl over the weekend, or just yesterday. It's not even the weekend. By the way, I saw a band called Royal Blood on Sunday. Incredible. One of the coolest shows I've been to. It was so good. I was in Portland. We were at the uh, this ballroom, Crystal Ballroom. Look into my Crystal Ballroom. By the way, forward to Yon, if you look into this, this is a Crystal Fro, you could see a future. It's dark. So when uh is there a guitar? There's a guitar. 
You guys know the song Out of the Black? It's a good song. Uh, it is by. It is by Royal Blood, and it's quite good. I love that part. It's a. Uh... When they played that, they played it last. Of course, you have to play that song last. It's called Out of the Black. Check it out. It's by Royal Blood. The whole floor of the Crystal Ballroom was going like this. People were going mad. I felt... I, I. It wasn't until after the concert, I was like, oh, we could have crashed through four floors of a building just now. That's how much they rock. I wish I had a pick. That would sound so much better with a pick, wouldn't it? Isn't it? Guess what, everybody? I can't find a pick. <laughs> I forgot picks. Now, if you've been watching the show, you know that I can never find a pick. Uh, if you were in my bands, like my friend Chris and my friend Ollie, they've been in my band. They know that I would always lose a pick. Ollie, in fact, got me gifted me a pick puncher, which is you could take any credit card or anything and punch a pick. You could take it and like punch picks, like pop out picks for your guitar so that you could never run out of this forgot that in la also my friend chris got me <clears throat> 300 picks he got me a bag of 300 picks and i still don't have a pick <laughs> just saying i have a, have a special talent and that is losing picks, never using picks, use, needing a pick and not having one. That is my special talent. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Judella19, you're being a stalker and, and just listening. So, Judella19, I picture you in a, a bush hiding outside someone's house right now. Listening. That's scary. I'm going to call the cops. Nah, I'm, I'm just kidding. A cap. Uh, yeah. So I saw Dave Chappelle get attacked on that stage. I was there, I wasn't there, but I did want tickets to that show. I did want to go see them. Uh oh. Judell nineteen says I'm right behind you. <laughs> she said I'm outside your house. What? You know, outside my house. I'm looking. I don't see you. Nope. She got me by the ankle. Uh, I got stung by a stingray once in the ankle. On the heel, actually. Got to the bone. Don't get stung by a stingray, Johnny Depp. So I was in Portland. I saw a cool concert. Saw some waterfalls. Don't go chasing waterfalls, though. Unless you're in Portland. You might slip. Don't go chasing waterfalls. The ground could be so wet you might slip and break your neck. I think it was the original verse or the chorus. That was, you know what I was just thinking about just now for some dumb reason? The worst song, the song that no one could ever listen to ever again, and I'm going to ruin it for you if you ever liked the song, which was a terrible song to begin with. Uh, the song You Are Not Alone by Michael Jackson. You are not alone. 
I'm here with you, though I far apart. This song's really dumb. The, that song is by Michael Jackson, who eh, canceled. Michael Jackson canceled because he's a child abuser. Uh, but even even what's more, what's more is that song is written by R. Kelly. R. Kelly, another child abuser, wrote a song for Michael Jackson called You Are Not Alone. Canceled. I'm just saying, if you've got that on your mix on Spotify... Just say, don't play this anymore. <laughs> Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, like, they came together to make the worst song possible to ever listen to ever again. The most mediocre pop song ever, but also just don't listen to it ever. You're still upstate, says uh, says Judella 19. Well, you are not alone. I am here with you. Though we're far apart, I don't know the fourth line. That song is essentially the exact same song as I believe I can fly. I always make this uh, I make this parallel often. But, you know, I like to repeat these jokes on the show because I realize you haven't seen every single show unless you're I'm Uncle Ron. Thanks for watching, I'm Uncle Ron. I'll see you. Good golly. This is not a real mic stand. This is not a real mic stand. This is more like a mic fall down. Uh... Here's the song. You are not alone. I believe I can fly. I am here with you. I see me running through the open door. Though we're far apart. I believe I can soar. It's the same song. R. Kelly. Come on, man. What what happened with, you know, writing the bangers? That was a poor choice of words. Hey, everybody. I'm really happy to be able to do this wherever I go in the world and take you with me wherever I go in the world. And right now, you're in the basement. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's not Christmas. Eric Drea, that's Brother Ricky. Brother Ricky, uh, welcome to the show. Brother Ricky, you want to give me a call on the phone? Brother Ricky, are you home yet? Brother Ricky? I don't, in case you guys don't know, Brother brother Ricky is my brother, Ricky. And he's a he's a part of the show. If only in spirit. He's only ever called once. However, this has been in the works for years. It takes a while to uh, to get things done around here. <laughs> Let me see if I can call Brother Ricky. Brother Ricky might be having an actual gainful employment job. Me? I do this. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm here on Long Island supporting my team, being here, doing what I can. Uh, doing all the things that I can to make it easier for everyone that uh, has to, you know, listen, I'm the guy without a job is what I'm saying. I am looking for to work here in, in uh, New York as an actor. So anybody out there who wants to do some uh, uh, summer stock, I'm ready. Look at me. I could be a death of a salesman. Like, watch this one. Watch this one. <clears throat> I could have been a contender. How about this one? Stella! And I gotta throw a butt. Uh, here comes Brother Ricky. Uh, Brother Ricky. Brother Ricky. Yes. You're on the air, yes. Brother Ricky. Well, how are you? I'm all right. You know, I, I realized Brother Ricky sounds like, like a religious. Amen! We got a call from Brother Ricky. Brother Ricky, 
Tell us about your Wednesday. It's God's Wednesday. <laughs> it was just a day. It's just uh, any other day. But you know what? God didn't make just a day. <laughs> makes Christmas trees. Why is there a Christmas tree in the background? We're talking about Jesus. Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus was born on Christmas Day. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. You ever notice that baby? <laughs> <laughs> he was born in March. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. You know what I think? I think, uh, I think, uh, there was only baby Jesus, right? And then there was like adult Jesus. There was no like teen Jesus. Why don't they make teen Jesus like where he's all pissed off and he's like turning water to wine in his room? Shut up, mom. You know? <laughs> Mary. <laughs> you know? He goes to like Jacob, you're not my dad. <laughs> I'm just saying. You better get. You better copyright this before somebody steals the idea. Don't steal it, anybody. Don't take this. This is copyright 2022. Uh, <laughs> AFT, Aristotle Full Throttle. That's my idea. I'm going to use this on sat my Saturday Night Live audition. Uh, teen Jesus. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> Listen, all I, do is, all I do is win with these ideas. Uh, uh, as Will says... Bonus creep factor, Michael Jackson is in the video, then wife Lisa Marie Presley, herself the child of the teenage groomed by an adult man. Oh, you just added extra levels, Is This Will, extra levels of creep. Is This Will just made it meta-creepy. <laughs> he didn't make that's it creepy. creepy. He just pointed out the meta-creepiness of the whole thing. Yes, that is true. Uh, Elvis married a 14-year-old. I'm not lying. <laughs> People, that's, not, that's not a good thing. No, and and Elvis was not 14 at the time. He was like 34 at the time or something like that. So, you know, look up your history. Kind of weird. I don't know if he was that. I'm not sure what age he was. But, you know, um, Priscilla Presley, who is Lisa Marie's Presley's mother, was married to Michael Jackson. You know who else she was also married to? Nicholas Cage. Everything comes back to Nick Cage, I think. But... uh so, Brother Ricky, uh, you and Teen Jesus was hanging down by the creek, smoking cigarettes. Yep. <laughs> Why are you telling people we're smoking cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. So, what else would so, Teen Jesus do? You're in New York? I'm in New York, in a basement in New York, yeah. Where are you? In basement. I'm, I'm at my house. On on in, on, in, on in New York, oh. on, on an island, a Long Island, a Long Island. That's interesting. Island. This is this might yes. be the same place where I'm located, <laughs> except. Well, we don't know this for a fact because you're in a basement. Basements don't exist on Long Island. I know because it's an island. Wouldn't they sink? I don't know how basements work. <laughs> what are, what's a basement? Oh man. But I gotta say, uh, uh, brother Ricky, what what do you think about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? You know, I have not been paying attention. I've listened to literally five minutes of it. That was three days or four or five days ago, and Johnny Depp looked a little annoyed, and that was about it. You heard it from here. You heard it here first, everybody. Brother Ricky says Amber Heard is a succubus, and that Johnny Depp is a free, should be a free man. <laughs> Whoa, we made a jump, but okay. We'll that's, how, that. that's how that's how I interpret it. it. That, that, that's how. Okay, do you interpret that? Okay. <laughs> I, inter- 
Uh, the UN has spoken. The interpreters are out. Do, do you know? Did you see Dave Chappelle got tackled on stage this weekend, or just the other day, yesterday? That's so funny. I actually watched the Dave Chappelle special from Twenty One the other day. Oh, that was a good one. That was really That's good. That's the one I watched. I just, I, I, I'd never seen any of the others. We were watching it the other day on Netflix. Oh, you got to watch them all. That was like the fourth one in a whole series of. Uh, Special. It's like the fourth or fifth one, and there's a through line, and it really builds to that fifth special. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there is like, yeah. it goes back to like 2018 or so. If you guys know out there, like when it started, Dave Chappelle did a through line bit, which is was pretty much like 20 minutes of each act or 10 minutes of each act. He like he would update oh. he's like if you saw my last special you remember this story and then he built on it and then the next time he's like okay now you know how everybody hates me now let me try to make them hate me more and like that's kind of like <laughs> that's kind of the yeah now it makes sense because a couple times i was like what is he what is he getting at like what is he driving at yeah 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 i saw that i saw that a couple times he alluded to well you think you you know you, folks you don't like me now well, I'm just gonna say this, and then he said this, and I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, like, I remember, I don't remember this in the, in, in the uh, media. I remember him being ostracized for this, that. Oh yeah, he family. was. Oh Ricky, Ricky, brother Ricky. <laughs> if yes. you've been watching the show, we talked all about this last year. Uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle was definitely ostracized. <laughs> definitely, uh, come. They came after him. They was protested At in once. the streets. In the streets, well, it was only once, right? Or oh, there are many things that he did wrong. No, they, listen. Whether or not you think he did something wrong <laughs> is well, I'm just is, is up for debate. But he was definitely protested. People were protesting him for for sure. But whether or not, listen, I again uh, think that Dave Chappelle is a comedian, and his work should be treated as such. And his ideas should be treated as such and looked at from a lens of these are jokes. Um, so the Peace Prize is out? The Nobel Peace Prize, he should not be uh, uh, asked. You know, George Carlin made many, many, many jokes about many, many, many people and many, many different types of people and many, maybe not groups of people, but the, I saw someone try to use George Carlin as an example against Dave Chappelle because he was. He, but he, George Carlin was at, actually in this interview was with Larry King. Larry King was talking about Andrew Dice Clay at the time. Do you remember Andrew Dice Clay? Everybody out there, Andrew Dice Clay in the '80s was going out there saying "Little Bo Peep." Oh, he was like saying all these nursery rhymes, and he was saying all these like vulgar nursery rhymes, and people were outraged. They thought it was he was horrible. They thought he was um, misogynistic, and. That was the character that he created that entertained people. And if you saw, if you knew anything about Andrew Dice Clay, and I'm going to always defend comedians, maybe not Louis C.K., but I will always defend others comedians. <laughs> but but de- but if you know anything about Andrew Dice Clay, the Dice Man, or Andrew Clay, the actor, you would see he also had other characters he had. He actually could do a dead-on impression of Jerry Lewis and could do be he could be Jerry Lewis for five minutes he would be Jerry Lewis and you would be like uh if my eyes like can someone get me my glasses because I think Jerry Lewis is standing over there I can't quite tell 
he could also do an impression of uh, he was also an Elvis impersonator. Speaking of pedophilia, the, but he he was also like this is the character that he created, the Andrew Dice Clay, the Dice Man, and people just were so outraged by this. And I was like, and I don't know, I found it amusing. I just thought it was like risque and silly and stupid. It was like the vulgarity of it was the joke. The joke well, was true. What's up? Wasn't it true that he, I forgot his Elvis impersonate, um, Wait, hold on a second. I dropped the mic. <laughs> Say that again. Mic drop. Wasn't it true that he forgot his Elvis costume one night? He was doing, and, and the, the club manager wanted him to go out there anyway. And he went out, and then he just did this Andrew Dice Clay thing. I don't know if that's true or not, but it probably, I mean, doesn't seem that thought out. <laughs> it seems like he, it seems like he just leaned into something, and it was yeah. it worked. Um, that's that's yeah. how I seem to remember it. You remember, remember my old friend Bobby, who was like you know a religious fanatic of him. He had everything by him. Yeah. So I remember that story. So, just getting back to Dave Chappelle, I think that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think that Dave Chappelle, I love the guy, the comedian's jokes. I like his jokes. I like his thoughts. Uh, they amuse me. Some of them are groaners. You groan at the joke, but you recognize that it's a humorous joke. You go, okay, I see the humorous angle on that joke. I'm groaning. What I'm saying is, I don't, and when people are like, oh, he is... He's attacking people, or he's 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 hurting people. It's like, oh, listen, I can't control who gets hurt in a situation. Nobody can control that necessarily. However, um, it's that this is the broader sense of what I'm trying to say right now is that there's so many things, and I think Bill Maher said this really well last Friday on his latest episode of Real Time. He said this. The, the limitation of free speech shouldn't be that it makes you uncomfortable. That's some, something that someone said made you feel uncomfortable. That shouldn't be the limitation. Someone shouldn't be canceled because they said something that made you feel uncomfortable. That is the, the limitation that I think. And I, listen, I can't speak for groups of people or groups that I'm not a part of. Um, and I just think that there should be no group that is excluded from the fun. I will call it the humor. I don't think there's any group that can be excluded or should there's from no the fun. from the fun. I don't think there's any group that you can, that is allowed to be exempt from, from comedy. I think that I think it all depends on the scenario, the circumstance where it's coming from and who it's going to. And that, that it's just, it is an art form. It's like saying, we can't use purple ever again. Purple is banned. We're not allowed to use purple. Figure it out. Canceled. Can't, we canceled purple. <laughs> the color purple. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's my spiel on that. What do you got going on? You eating pizza? Me? Yeah. Are you going to eat pizza? And if so, why not? I, I wasn't planning to eat pizza tonight, but it's, uh, yeah. I got three viewers. Yeah, you, yeah, that's all you're going to do all week, right? It's eat pizza. I'm probably just going to eat pizza. That's everything. Like, can I have? No. 
Can I have um, a bagel pizza, please? Well, I'm I'm gonna be here for indefinite times, so I'm probably not gonna eat pizza every day because I will probably turn into one. I will turn into a pizza. You are what you eat, and I would be Pizza the Hut, and I will slowly eat myself to death. Uh, I was just talking about Spaceballs earlier. Actually. Yeah, just a good movie. Great movie. You know, you know who but, doesn't think so? My friends David and my friend Greg. They don't like it. Well, cancel them. I said that to them. I said, is that because you don't have a sense of humor? And they said, no, we just don't like it. I said, is it because jokes aren't funny to you? And then they said, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, the bleeps, the sweets, and the creeps. When will then be now? You're looking at what's happening now. What <laughs> happened then? What now? Yeah. What you're looking at is happening now. Yeah, pizza the hut. Yeah. Oh, that's going to leave a mark. You're, I'm your father's brother's mother's former roommate. Come on. Well, Comedy. David, I, I, I've learned something about your friend David. He's, he's an enemy of fun. He's an enemy of the people. But he, he loves Star Wars, so I wished him a, a May the 4th be with you uh, today. I was about to say that. I did that. Yeah, I said, yeah, I was about to say. I said it first. To it. I win. I know. I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that. Well, um, well I'm, I'm glad you're uh, you're hiding out in the basement. Yeah, they can't find me here. Like, they can't find you here. Yeah, yeah they, they won't be looking for you there. I'm in an undisclosed bunker. <laughs> well, be careful now. <laughs> Tread lightly. I'll tread, I'll tread any way I want. I'll tread this way and that. I'll tread uh, with my socks on. I'll tread with barefoot. I'll tread with treads. In fact, well, I've decided if I stay on the phone with you, I may lose my license or something. <laughs> oh, you don't lose your license. What, your driver's license? No, no, not that. The okay. other thing. Oh, okay. Well, uh, no, we won't even talk about that because I really don't. <laughs> Judella19 wants to remind us that it's Keith's birthday. Happy birthday, Keith. Uh, is Keith, Keith funnier or, or not as funny as Dave? Keith is funny. Would he find Spaceballs funny? You should use that at the of new witness test. D- Keith is funny, Dave is funny, Greg witness. is funny. Yeah. Spaceballs is the witness test from now on. Somebody doesn't find it funny, they should be taken out and back and beaten with a stick. A candy cane? They should be candy caned. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to use that as a litmus test. Yeah. I'm going to beat you with a stick right after these messages. Um, I got nothing left. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for the commercial. Yeah, I'm that's, for the commercial. I could play a commercial right now. Let me see if I can play a commercial. Hold on. Hey, everybody, I watching? Here, watch this commercial. Uh, I don't know how to do it. I forget how to do it. Hold on a second. Anyway, <laughs> if I play a commercial right now, that would be... Get, here, hold on a second. Appearance, my channel, my schedule, stream manager. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> everybody, I, I can't find the commercial, so I'll just say it. <clears throat> Does your hair look like it, you didn't wash it for your whole life? 
uh, is it fluffy and poofy and 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 frizzy? Well, tough luck. Shave your head with this razor. We've got Schick razors for only nine ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, they're very expensive, but you only need one once to shave your head at Rite Aid. Thank you. That was my commercial. How much did you get for that? Uh, they pay me in, in pepperoni slices. So. Uh, is it the stuff that you buy from the store that's frozen and then you have to cook it yourself? Or is it like from the pizzeria that's like a good one? It's from, it's from some, it, it, they, they find it usually in the street by the gutter. Okay. okay. So it's like, you know, it's like. Pizza Hut or something? It's totally like Pizza the Hut. <laughs> well, that pizza, I think it is found by the gutter. I, I hope you don't you don't have any advertisement uh, uh, <laughs> coming in from Pizza Hut, right? <laughs> oh my god, goodness! We just lost our sponsor for Pizza Hut. We just lost a sponsor for Pizza. Let's go to the let's go to the telethon board. See how much money we've raised. Uh, Negative seventeen dollars. Awesome. We're the doing Jerry's great. <laughs> this is the Jerry's <laughs> telethon. Uh we're not we well let's see how much money we've made. Uh a Christmas tree. We've got a Chris and a painting of a sailboat. That's what we've got so far. You know it's funny. There's a very nautical. So this is Long Island. Okay. Now everything on Long Island is very nautical. There's boats, there's ropes. People like to tie ropes. Uh, Noel Dreyer 2 is here. Ha, hello. Are you upstairs right now? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Brother Ricky, Noel Dreyer 2 has the same last name as us, except it's got a 2 at the end of it, which I'm wondering, I'm wondering one of two things. His name oh, is two, two and two. <laughs> his name is either Noel Dreyer, two, also three things. He's Noel Dreyer two, like his last name ends in a two, like he's Noel Dreyer the second. Or get this, he's a clone. He's not. Or what is it? T O O. That's or what I'm saying. T O. His answer. Oh, he just replied yes. Which is it? It's Noel Dreyer T O O. Uh. See, somebody, somewhere, there's the original version of an old Dreyer. Everybody's got a doppelganger. So does an old Dreyer. Um, who's your doppelganger? And what does he do? Who is your doppelganger <laughs> and what does he do? <laughs> Good golly. Remember, remember Kindergarten Cop? Get this. Kindergarten Cop, Total Recall, and Terminator 2 all came out within like 10 months. Isn't that insane? Maybe like a year. Maybe like 10 months. It's kind of insane. Those are like three great Arnold movies. That's a hot streak. I thought it was more insane that he became governor. But um, go back to the movies. It was pretty insane that he became governor, but all of the, 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 the major environmental regulations that California has are like some of the strictest in the country, and he's the one who implemented them, and it's actually been 
beneficial in the long run. Well, so who's going to tell him no? Yeah, exactly. Who's going to tell him no? He's got to he's got to make enough room for your fist. He's got to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. <laughs> okay, Arnold. Sure, we'll pass the legislation. <laughs> we'll sign so the document. Guy, Hope you enjoyed the ride. Yeah. Uh, I think that yeah, Arnold was pretty intimidating. He 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 actually he has a really good thing that he says that, uh, that I agree with, and then and then I gotta I gotta wrap it up because I think there's a pizza coming. Uh, <laughs> but Arnold says this whenever he's whenever I talk to my Republican friends and they say that you know what's the difference between gas and you know electric electricity and electric car and I say you know why don't you go I'll go into my garage with my electric vehicle for one hour and I'll close the door and then you go into your garage for one hour with your gas car and we'll see who comes out after an hour and then that person will be the one who's right <laughs> Because apparently, if you have a zero emissions car, you will not die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, yeah. Is this Will is laughing about the stomach and the, the break your goddamn spine? <laughs> yeah. I can just imagine him every single time he's on the floor debating. Uh, you know, I think this is very good legislation for everybody. It'd be good. And if you disagree with me, you better leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. <laughs> all right another win for arnold or a broken spine for someone else california is in drought trouble we're, we're reminded noel dreyer is letting us know the stasis of war that's why i'm here in rainy new york yeah did you tell him that yeah tell him that that you're that concerned you're now in new york yeah california can go drought itself no, uh, California. It's it's a desert. One of the dumbest things in California is that a lot of people have grass for yards because they probably have uh, manure for brains. Because why would you have grass in a desert? You know how much water that takes to cultivate, and it's crazy. Oh, oh my pizza will be here in a half an hour. I'm gonna get ready for that pizza. Um. I can't wait for this pizza. Now, Ricky, brother Ricky. Yes, yes. How come you don't eat pizza every day? I, I, I well, because I live here. If I lived here, I would eat pizza every day. No, no, you wouldn't. You just said I'm in here for an indefinite time, and you're like, I'm not going to eat pizza every day. I was lying. I was seeing what you would say. It's like if, it's like if the band you two decided to play every night in New York, I think eventually I would stop going to see them. Yeah. Eventually. Really? What about Billy Joel? You now you're out there every month to see Billy Joel. You've seen Billy Joel every single Twice. month for two months. Twice. <laughs> I've seen Billy Joel twice. You see him Both twice. Times I was dragged. Oh. Dragged and kicked and. Well, you got you kicked in and and screamed to go see Billy Joel. Yeah. Well, he, you know what? He walks out like he's playing a small room. And it's just going to be a jukebox. He's the piano man. He's the entertainer. But the entertainer, he doesn't come out like uh, Liberace and says, hi, you know, I hope this is, you like it? You know, he doesn't own the room, for God's sake. But for the longest time, 
He's been singing us songs from an Italian restaurant. Yes, that's true. But he walks out like, oh, great. I, 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 the boss told me I have to come down here and entertain you clowns for a couple of hours. It was like he came down the stairs because he was told not that he wants to be there. And he's like, hi, I'm here. Well, it sounds like a lot of pressure. And if he didn't do it, he'd be moving out. But I don't know why he goes to extremes. Well, well, he didn't start the fire. He didn't start the fire. I, I agree with that. We didn't start it either. I think it was Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Fort Witch, Jordan Maggio. They, they started the fire. No, oh, I, I think I need a Captain Jack right now. <laughs> Captain Jack will get you high tonight. <laughs> it sure will. You know, I think about that, and I think, uh, you know, just don't throw rocks when you're in glass houses, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, the other day I learned what that meant. Was it your show or somebody? I learned, I learned about what, don't throw the water out with the bath water, the baby out with the bath water. What that mean? Why would someone do that? That sounds like murder. Well, I heard, and I thought it was in your show. I guess it wasn't. That it's because the, everybody, went, back in the day, they would all use the same bath water, and the baby would be one of the last people to get cleaned. Why'd they clean the baby last? Yeah. In the dirty water? Mm -hmm. Well, the water eventually gets dirty. Yeah, daddy jumps in, mommy jumps in, the kids jump in, and then the water gets dirty. Well, that sounds disgusting. It is pretty gross. They should really leave the dirty bath water for the stranger. Because <laughs> only the good die young. Ding. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, since I've been here, I've been in a New York state of mind. Ding. <laughs> Listen, if you want to say that these are bad puns, I'm guilty, but I am an innocent man. Ding. <laughs> Whoa. Jeez. Oh boy, I keep dropping the mic. Mic drop. That was a mic drop. I I, I feel like I can, I'll keep dropping it over and over again, but uh, I'm keeping the faith that I'll not. Ding. <laughs> uh, I think I should stop and just maybe leave a tender moment alone. <laughs> but I don't think it's possible, actually. Anyway. Oh man. It's my fault. I at one time owned all the Billy Joel albums. Now I own none. Yeah. My what? fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I did that to you. Listen, it's my life. <laughs> oh, boy. I just want to say, last time I heard anything, I was at uh, Zanzibar. <laughs> oh wow you might Where's the hook, folks? Where's Rick, the hook? Ricky you might not like Amber Heard but she's always a woman to me that's a great song Ding. and a lot of people think that John Depp is a big shot big shot but he's just a guy from Allentown 
Tell me about it. Well, Tell her oh. about it. Because <laughs> this is just time to remember <laughs> that you may be right. <laughs> Although, I got to say, Johnny Depp, she's got a way. Speaking of, um, you never finished your thoughts on Johnny Depp, unless I missed that part of the show. Honestly? Honestly. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I went back to the... <laughs> and so it goes. <laughs> and so oh, it goes. Man. That's a great song. That's that that might, the song. That might be my favorite Billy Joel song. That is a great song. It goes like this. Ready? Play it. Play it. I'll play it. Because you're a toy. Play it. Play it. It's going to get dinged. Listen to that piano. <laughs> Ooh, he's got dissonance and then consonants. It's beautiful. It's one of those songs that sound like... Um, it sounds like uh, it's like always existed. It's one of those songs, you know? But it's like uh, a classic? Yeah. It's like it's always existed in the ethereal, like it was floating down a river of dreams. <laughs> I just I just named his best song and his worst song back to back. Do you think that's his worst song? River of Dreams? I don't think it's his worst. Ah, it's pretty bad, though. It's a pretty. It's his worst I'm hit. In the middle of the, I'm walking. Okay, I give you. That's when give you that. I but could do I'm without it. No, no, no discussion there. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are from Long Island or have known anybody from Long Island, this is re- required. It's actually you're born, and if you're born on the soil here, <laughs> your genetic code is just a playlist of Billy Joe songs. <laughs> He's a he's there. We're very proud of that guy for some reason. For some reason, even to have a Billy Joel album, you, you use it as coaster. You, you have to own one album or many albums before the age of 30. Yeah, simply it. it, it's a matter of trust. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. We'll be here all night. Like, how long? I'll be playing McGovern's on Thursday and Friday night. I'll be playing McGovern's on Thursday and Friday, and on Saturday I'll be in Vienna. (laughs) All right, I think, I think I've piano manned it all the way out the door. We did it. We did it. Do you have any final? You have any last words for today? Anybody out there? What? What? What is your favorite Billy Joel song? Yeah, you can you can t- you can answer that too, Ricky, brother Ricky. I I think one of them is so goes. Yeah. Always a woman to me. Those are the ones that I think are classy sounding, and they don't get old to me. Those are good songs. Yeah, I think yeah. New York State of Mind might be his best song. I don't know why. See, I think it's a very good song. I don't mine doesn't speak to me though. But I, I would not argue with anybody who said it was a very good song. I took the whistle and just think. I think of somebody that's leaving town, like he's done with the show, he's leaving. Yeah. The there's whistling. Like, there's like a tumbleweed in the street. 
<laughs> yep. I don't know. It's a good song. Maybe it's not his best. Maybe that's a poor choice. Maybe it is uh, for the longest maybe time. Maybe right. I, I, you know, I've loved that song for the longest time. <laughs> that's a great album. What's your favorite album? <laughs> Did you just say it? you may be right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I missed yeah. it. What's your favorite album by it? What's your favorite album? Oh, the one where he, uh, the, the, the one where he's on the front cover and he's like sitting there and he's like got hair and stuff. Yeah, probably when he was yeah, in that Attila, that that heavy metal band. That he was. Uh, That's a fun fact that nobody should talk about. Nobody should talk about that. Noel Dreyer nobody too says "Piano Man" and "A New York State of Mind" are his favorites. Those are good songs. I'm probably going to listen. Good song. But um, together, like at once, you would have put them on one speaker, put one song on the other. Maybe it'll be a, a, a secret message. I think it'll put be both at once. It'll probably be the greatest song I've ever heard. <laughs> Is this Will says never been a Billy Joel fan, but Uptown Girl was my first exposure, and I liked it as a kiddo, along with Longest Time. Yeah, those, that was that was about the right time because those was a very eighties type of uh, Billy Joel tunes. But um, he's he's never anyone's favorite. Is this Will? <laughs> I think he's just never anyone's favorite. You just know every song by him. Maybe I don't know. Well, it's like most of the music you can chew your gum to. You're like, don't turn it off, but you're not like, oh my god, I have to run out and buy the record and go stand online and wait till I get them to sign it. Yeah, it's very, it's very pop rock or just pop. It's it, here's the thing that always makes me laugh when Billy Joel's like, I'm a rock star. You know, I've been a rock star for you know 40 years now. I've been a rock 50 years. I've been a rock star. I'm like, you're you're a, a piano guy. <laughs> like, listen, I'm not gonna take away from Jerry Lee Lewis. Other than if we're going to talk about people marrying their cousin, Jerry Lee Lewis is one of them. <laughs> uh, but and I'm not going to take away from Little Richard because he's a rock star and played piano. But Billy Joel, I would not consider a rock star. I would consider him a pop musician. Pop musician. Empanada. I'd call him an an empanada is what we would an call empanada. him. And we put him okay. in. Yeah. That's I like that. That's where he should stay. Yeah, you should stay in your lane, Billy Joel. Stop saying you're a rock star. It's it's just embarrassing, and it makes everyone kind of embarrassed for you. Well, what's embarrassing <laughs> is that he's still selling out the, the arena. It is and now he's up to price. It went from one fifty a ticket to two hundred. If you want to go buy, if you want to go see him in July, it's two hundred dollars ticket. Hmm. Like, what are you doing at fifty dollars more now? Are you coming out and did you buy new shoes? What'd you do? Two hundred dollars is about a hundred and eighty-two dollars too much. Uh, Isis Will yeah. says false. One RAs in college. What do you call it? It was a Billy Joel devotee. His entire identity was based around him. So Isis Will, did this guy or or woman play piano? Because I feel like a lot of piano players are like Billy Joel, Billy Joel, Billy Joel. Because incidentally, his songs are difficult to play, and I think he he intentionally makes them difficult to play. But in a pop format, which is kind of, it's it's almost infuriating. It's frustrating because <laughs> you try to play his songs on the piano and you're like, these are difficult, and it's just a it's pop music. Stop being difficult. Remember my friend Johnny C. Remember he could play them, but you're right, they are difficult. Remember he would play them for us. Yeah, Johnny C. The chord changes are you know you can get the chord changes, but some of the stuff he's physically playing is is. It's kind of difficult. Well, at the beginning of um, 
was it the entertainer whatever i can't sing the piano part but it's he said he's just playing he's playing wipeout well i could play it probably on my chest here so it's like he's playing he's just playing wipeout on the keys so if you listen for the rhythm for wipeout he said he used to tap it on his desk in school and that's all he's doing is tapping it on that one note so uh interesting interesting that is interesting i'm I'm gonna put that away with um the i don't care yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna file that under who gives a crap uh (laughs) it's just will says (laughs) Yes, uh, he lived and breathed them all. Uh, he played and sung all the songs, went to every regional concert he could uh, within days drive to, drive of Nebraska. Well, is this Will, your friend, is, I would say that the piano biased, <laughs> it, you know, a little bit. I, I don't know if there's like someone who doesn't play piano who is uh I don't know if there is or not. I'm just legitimately not knowing of this. I feel like I asked that question instinctively. Does your friend play piano? Because I, I just seems to me that oh, I got to wrap this up because my mic keeps falling. And I'm going to have to figure out a solution for this. But it seems to me that people who love Billy Joel and worship the ground he walks on uh, wish they were him in some way by playing the piano or like they really enjoy playing the music because it's I would I would venture to say his songs are really good like they're really good songs as a songwriter they're really good songs they may not be my favorite songs of all time he might not be my favorite artist of all time but dude could write a song dude could sing a song dude can play a song and uh, <clears throat> you can't take that away from him you can't there's really the only thing that I think you can take away from him is his hair. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. It got taken away from him. Look, look I'm a man. It's going to happen to all of us eventually. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just buying time right now <laughs> with this fro. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Billy Joel. Uh, Billy Joel, you, you, you've got a, a you had a wonder. Listen, he married Christy Brinkley. His daughter is Alexa Ray Joel. She is good. Uh, I would say that she is like a... I feel like if you're a musician on Long Island, you're friends with her on Facebook. It turns out everybody... <laughs> I'm friends with her on Facebook. It's just part of the job. Like, she's second generation Joel, and I'm first generation Long Island rocker. <laughs> so we're friends. We're friends at this point. We're basically related. Uh, Veronica Forte says, dude is talented, but not my fave either. Exactly. Everybody's like, it's like you can't put your finger on it. You can't put your finger on why Billy Joel isn't greater than he is. But he he checks a lot of the boxes. And which boxes are these? Just saying. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm in a Billy Joel hating right now. Yeah. I'm hating on Billy Joel. He checks a lot of the safety safe deposit boxes in his bank because he's rich, rich. I'm saying, um, is this will says RA may be custody and maybe custody of the kids. Well, wait, wait, I missed a line. I remember little else about this person, uh, other than Billy Joel fanaticism and that he dated a beautiful female RA and maybe custody of his, of the kids. Interesting. 
Well, you know, you play the piano, you you can be very popular amongst the people. Just listen. People probably say said to your friend, "Sing us a song." You're the piano. The piano You're the piano man. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't love Billy Joel, but I really like him. <laughs> let's let's leave it at that. I like him. Oh, you sound like you sound like I love you, but I really like you. Yeah, it's like Billy Joel. Could we so just I'm be? I'm not gonna marry you, but I I will hang out with you for a couple of years. Yeah, me and Billy Joel are just no. dating. <laughs> you know, lightly, I'm lightly dating. It's a casual thing between me and Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> love you but I, I, I like you a lot yeah listen I, I really like you Billy but you know I just don't see us uh, don't see much more than that <laughs> oh, not the same but you know you don't speak to me like like Tom York does <laughs> yeah uh Forte says Tinder swipe right or left I would say I would, I would burn the app after that no i wouldn't do that uh it as well says things you can take away from billy joel his hair and custody of his kids oh that's the joke dang oh my goodness you could also take away his license for driving drunk into every wall in southampton uh (laughs) so the hair the license and the kids boom that's what we got folks we could take Uh, yeah, Billy Joel is not a rock star, I, and I would agree with Will's assessment that he is a kind of a lounge singer. He's a lounge singer. He's a lounge singer. That's fancy lounge, but it's it's but it's we're not in a Thai food restaurant. This is like, you know, this isn't karaoke night. This is this is the you know maybe this might be the Four Seasons Hotel lobby. <laughs> Now let me ask you something. What? Who's more of a lounge singer, Neil Diamond or Billy Joel? I am. I said. <laughs> I think That's a real question. That's a real question. Oh, let's Google it. Let's Google it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know these are inside inside jokes. These are jokes. These are inside. Inside, in a basement, inside jokes. <laughs> These jokes go deep. Oh boy! Yeah. Elton I John. Mom would say Neil Diamond's more of a mom would say Neil Diamond's more of a lounge singer. Noel Dreyer too says Elton John played the piano for a lot of his songs. I would venture to say that Elton John played piano on all of them, probably on account of his. Uh, Neil Diamond is more of a lounge singer, according to Noel Dreyer, too. Maybe, perhaps, yeah. I think Neil Diamond has... My only thing about Neil Diamond is his songs are great. Look, he wrote two songs. No, he wrote a song, uh, Daydream Believer, for the Monkees. Beautiful song. He wrote. He was a songwriter, alongside Carole King, by the way, another incredible artist who has got an album called Tapestry. You should all listen to it. Carole King and Neil Diamond were, were friends... At a songwriting company, there used to be just companies where they just had talented musicians just write songs. And because, interestingly enough, Neil Diamond didn't think he was, like, marketable enough, um, partly due to his ethnicity, that he said, you know, people not going to really buy, like a, like, a, like, a Jewish Elvis is what he calls himself. But turns out they do. They love Sweet Caroline. They love all that stuff. But the only thing about Neil Diamond, to me, that kind of weirds me out is the... 
like he's got like uh his eyes look like they're on, like the lights are on but no one's home <laughs> but it's just his eyes it's just a <laughs> characteristic of his sometimes it just looks like he's staring through your soul and maybe <laughs> maybe that's part of the appeal but neil diamond great voice great musician great songwriter um just just don't stare him at him in the eyes because you might get your soul stolen from, from him <laughs> i'm not making fun of him i'm just saying i get a little scared sometimes uh, looking at neil diamond uh, beautiful man he wears lots of sequins. Weird outfit. Weird outfit. <laughs> he's got sequins. He's kitschy. He's kitschy. He's, he's right now, he's in the kitchen with sequins on. Neil Diamond, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Neil Diamond for everybody. <laughs> we love you. He wrote Red Red Wine. He did write that for UB, yeah, yeah. UB40. It was well, just made it all one to one to all the way to number one. I was actually looking at, there's a poster of this concert going on this week. I think it's tomorrow. In LA, and UB40 is was on the <laughs> list. Oh, because one of the one of the guys died a couple of years ago. Oh man, are they UB20 now? Yep, UB20. Oh dang, UB39. <laughs> that's what they are. Good golly, that's uh, that's upsetting. Sorry to hear that, UB39. Jude Jello19 says I had a different experience of a Billy Joel concert than Eric. His name is Brother Ricky. Please, his name's Brother Ricky. Brother uh, Ricky. He was super high energy, funny, and the entertainer. I'd, I'm sure that he would be a fun talk concert. I, as a, tell, as a, tell him I'm from Long Island. If he's not from Long Island, he has no right to talk. Exactly. That's what, since I, since we were born here, there is you. There comes a time. It's the birthright. It's a, if you were born yeah. Jewish, you're allowed to go to like Israel for free, and it's called the the birthright. You can go to the Wailing Wall. If you were born on Long Island, you can go see Billy Joel concert for two hundred dollars, and you can talk smack about Billy Joel and get away with it. It's our license. Yeah, and you, you yeah, so, we're not saying yeah. we hate him. We love him. Oh no, sorry. No, we, we we like him. We like him. We don't love him. We, we like, like him. him. We like him. We, we like, like him a lot, Billy. But we don't love him. Yeah, Just me. You know, you, me, and Christy Brinkley. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Is as Will says, Brother Ricky, with F. Mary Kill uh, of musician criticism, Neil Diamond had the lounge voice of delivery without rival rival honesty, but Sweet Caroline is not a lounge song. It's a full tilt song. It's a it's a bar on full tilt song. Yeah, that <laughs> it is a bar on full tilt. See, Sweet Caroline is the song yeah. where everybody's drunk. That's, that's the moment you know... Everybody's drunk. <laughs> I saw Neil Diamond at the garden. That's when everybody got up, and most people were 50, 60, and 70 years old. They all got up and like they're all drunk. Yeah. They're all drunk. Everyone at Madison Square Garden is drunk. That's the time. That song. Yeah. And you know it's time to leave when uh when Don't Stop Believing comes on. <laughs> all right. Somebody put Don't Stop Believing on the jukebox. Time to go. Oh, here comes living on a prayer. Okay, get the go get the go get the get go get the keys. <laughs> Where's the valet? Can't get here soon enough. Uh, Verizon 14 says we love to hate him. 
We do love to hate him. Harry, have you seen the Sopranos movie yet? I've not seen the Sopranos movie yet. We should watch it. Yes. I heard it's not I haven't good. watched it yet. I heard it's not good either, but I was told I had to watch it by two people that you respect, I think. Alberta and Anthony. I respect them. I don't know. I, I want to pretend you do. You yeah. don't like them or love them, but you respect them, I think. I respect them. <laughs> they have my respect. Ma'am, let's just say they have my respect. <laughs> I feel like Tony Soprano right now. Wait, who who said this? Who said this? You think that I respect them? <laughs> I get tons of respect for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm going to go eat a pizza now, I think, pretty soon. I think there's pizza on the way. But, uh, yeah. I think that's it. I think we've I think we've eviscerated Billy Joel enough. Yeah. I, I think I see smoke. Yeah. And uh, I see ashes and I see smoke. Yeah. He's completely destroyed. He's been, he's been destroyed Billy Joel uh, in the middle of the night. The Judds were good too, says uh Noldrer too. They made it to the Hall of Fame. The Judds. Do you mean uh Wanona? And the Judds? <laughs> the Judds. Well, now there's just one of them now. Oh, did the mother, did, some, did one of them? Is it? And the mother, the mother um, passed away the other day. Like the night before uh, she was to win the, uh, the country musical, uh, whatever, oh, Hall of Fame. That's it. Did you hear about that? I didn't, well, I, where I, are you I, living? I didn't hang it what, you got lost on a plane for three days? No, I was in Portland. Oh, that explains it. That explains it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That explains it. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, yeah. The night before. Well, I know the judge can she... sing though. She could sing. I know that the moms could sing too. Yeah. The moms, like there were two. Does the moms? The moms. The judge. I know, but you said the moms can sing. That's what it sounded like. I Naomi, thought I heard plural. Thank you. Well, okay. Naomi, Naomi and Winona. Well, yeah, she she yeah she passed away the night before they were supposed to win uh, be inducted into the country rock and roll hall of fame country. Oh my goodness, does she committed suicide? That's what the, that's what. Well, they actually this is what they said on the radio, and I, I I'm like yeah I think that's what she did. They she said from from mental health. Oh, like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? Well, that's I mean, I sucks. Mm-hmm. No, well, let that you know. Let us all realize that this is a serious issue. That uh, there is help out there. You can call um, hotlines. There's a, there are people who you can, you can talk to. That's sad. That's just sad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The SCOTUS week. Yeah. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about that, don't we? Well, uh, I, I don't, the the whole country going to crap right now. It's horrible. I just gotta say this before I go because I definitely gotta go. And will, will, without missing a beat, uh, at the very last outro of the show, he's like, "Let's talk about the Supreme Court." Just. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, talk about opening up a can of worms. Yeah, I just want to say this. 
If you're against abortion, don't get one. Number one. Oh, pizza's here. They're they're summoning me to go eat pizza, so I'm gonna go eat pizza immediately. Last All right. Time. But uh, immediately. I, I, I'm gonna say if you if you're against abortion, don't get one. Secondly, if you're against it, truly want to outlaw it, you're you're just showing you're just just demonstrating that you are racist and or or classist. Because the people who need safe abortions tend to be lower income folks and also people of color. And the people who are rich and white can get an abortion anytime they want. Safe. Anytime they want. Anytime will. Also, you can completely outlaw it in the country. They'll still get one. They want one. If they need one. If they request one. If they have the choice to or not. They will still get one. That is safe. But who will it affect? The poor and the minorities. So, take a good long look at yourself and say, if you're against it being safe and legal and available as a choice and option, look at yourself and say, hey, I must be racist. (laughs) I must be classist. I don't think poor people should have the same rights as rich people. That's really what you're saying. So, anyway, on that note, uh, honesty <laughs> is such a lonely word, <laughs> but it's true. I'm just I'm moving out. I'm moving out. If that happens, if that happens, I'm moving out because <laughs> I'm a big shot. I do not want to get a heart attack. Sounds hard, horrible. All right. I got to enjoy your pizza. I'm enjoy the pizza. I'll talk to you later, and I'll talk to you at home tomorrow on Aristotle Full Throttle. Good night, everybody. Say say good night, brother Ricky. Good night. Thanks for letting me listen. Remember laughing when he says. Say goodnight, Dick, and he go, goodnight, Dick. Yes, I do. Remember they say, suck it to me? <laughs> I see her face. I forget who she is, but I see her with the long hair. Suck it to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was Lily Tomlins. There was, uh, oh, yeah, that was it, yeah. Suck it to me. <laughs> there was Goldie Hawn. Wasn't Goldie Hawn on that show? Goldie Hawn was on that show, yeah. Yeah. She's an icon. Goldie Hawn is an icon. She's incredible. Iconic. She's an yeah. incredible she... actor. I don't think people realize how good. We'll talk about this tomorrow. But Goldie Hawn is a is an incredible actor. But because she was a go go like girl on Laughing, I think she had to run. She had to like escape this uh, pigeonhole that people put her in. Of being like this, like sort of ditzy blonde or whatever, because yeah. that was the character she played on Laughing. But she's, yeah. she's an incredible actor. Watch every movie by Goldie Hawn, and you will see how good she is. You believe and her. She used to, every time. She used to be on the, the Dean Martin show, and she'd be hilarious on that show. She oh, plays yeah. such a ditzy blonde when back and forth with Dean Martin. It was it was hilarious. She's great.